0: Hey there, and welcome to the Lick My Lit Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Drake, library professional and smut enthusiast. We love our listeners, so don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, you can find us on Patreon at Lick My Lit Podcast. See you there. Each episode will have hilarious provocative discussions about erotic literature, authors, and self-proclaimed sex experts. The goal being to create an open, non-judgmental dialogue surrounding sexuality, fetishes, and romance through the examination of multiple genres of erotica. So, let's slide right in. So that's
1: how it starts right so the first night you kind of you go through the captain's log like he's writing the ship's log he's keeping notes and comments about what happened during the voyage and the first night he talks about how he is masturbating but he's having this crazy dream it feels like a cold hand on him Yeah. So it starts with dream, but he can't tell if it's a dream or if it's reality. It escalates so quickly
0: <laughs>
1: because on the second night it gets more intense. He so he feels like he's dreaming again and he feels dead lips and they find a dead rat. When they're going through the hold and they're like getting their inspection done there's this gray rat and it's dead like a ship's rat or whatever. But he says it's drained. Like it's empty. So okay so the other thing when they're down there and where they find this fucking rat. He's looking at the crates and he's kind of touching them and he feels which it's a very sensual, he's like, I'm running my hands along the wood and it gives gently under my fingertip. It opens itself. Yeah! (laughs) And then he pretends to get like a splinter in his hand because he's running his hand along this, cuts his hand and, and is in front of an officer who's inspecting the boat. right. And he's like, I don't want to stay here, man. I got stuff to do. Let's go. And so he's like, everything's cool. It's fine. He gets this thing in his hand. He pretends it's nothing so they can go already. And his hand then like stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like he's like, it smells like rot. The smell stayed with me. Yeah, it's intense. And then he also finds a rat in his sheets. A rat. But it triggers a memory of his gay former lover, Mikhail. 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 (laughs) I pulled back the sheets and there it was. The rat. he painted the picture oh yeah so the deal is now like they get the okay and so they go they're approved but he's like uh, something's wrong right but he's like it's it's cool it's cool and he, then he talks about feeling claimed owned or something by this ship and then they get out to sea and they get to warmer waters and then everybody kind of starts losing some layers and then he's really new sweat and less clothing on their muscles. And then he's really looking at them. But while he's sort of like looking them over, he realizes that Petrovsky has a mark on his neck. Oh yeah, Petrovsky. Petrovsky. He got bit by something. He sure did. So he looks really tired. And then everybody starts to look for this smell. Everybody's like, what the fuck stinks? And then the captain's like, I watched a ship rat jump off the ship. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad the smell is. Even (laughs) the rats are like, I'm out. I'm out. The rats were like, this is evil. (laughs) And we're going to (laughs) go. We're leaving. (laughs) We're not interested in the rest of this story. (laughs) So, yeah. So the rats literally start to jump ship. And then he starts hysterically laughing. Because he's thinking about, like, these horrible things. And then he gets up in this fever dream and starts literally fucking the ship. I mean, he finds the ship's hole and he plugs it he plugs it and it's like the ships the ship was made for him oh it was made for his penis and he goes to town on the Demeter. in this sexual (laughs) pleasure in exchange he has made a pact Somehow he, know it though. somehow he like feels it but he doesn't know what's going on and he's obviously he's fucking a ship so he's like i'm dreaming yeah. this isn't real <laughs> you can't fuck a ship <laughs> <laughs> turns out you can sir yeah and he's like he did i wasn't moving And every time she hit the waves. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, he He was into it. Oh, the power of the ocean. Can you even imagine? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds pretty hot. Okay, so this is when he talks about how he and his first mate what's his name mm. no valhutza you're right oh it was L'Hutza. you're so good yeah, so, it was my favorite name out of all of them it's a pretty solid name it was And the captain, Blahutza and the captain, are the only two who know how to utilize the navigation instruments and the almanacs in order to avoid uh, storms or impediments to the journey. And so he says, we basically are here to back each other up in case one of us dies. Like two people have to know how to do that. But they are the only two on the ship who do know how to get them to where they need to go, essentially. We're nine days in. There are no rats on the ship anymore they go they all gone they go they either run off or they got drained everybody thinks okay this is plague this is a plague this is plague we're all sick yep. right and so then he says all right we'll see but like let's move the cargo around make sure that some shit's not fucked up down there and and we'll figure it out and then he starts talking about michael
0: and talking
1: about how he feels responsible and like fear causes death and it gets very dramatic and he says he's listening to other the other men in the ship masturbate and so he's touching himself by like listening to them frantically masturbate in the dark with no rats around them at all Thanks for joining us for part three of the route of ice and salt. Join us for part four, where we discuss more about our captain and his lover, Mikael. And we'll see what happens to the Demeter and its crew until then stay spooky and we'll see you next time.